Hey, how are you? Yeah, good, thanks. You? Yes, not bad at all. You're looking well. All that cycling's doing you some good. I was going to say, I think I've got more suntan than you, but uh, you've been to Spain. <laughs> Mallorca, yes. Yeah, I've had a couple of weeks off in Mallorca, which was fantastic. Did you leave your laptop at home? No, I had to take it, of course, just in case. But <laughs> it worked out really well, actually. You know, I've got Alana doing support now. So she was, we had a sort of a um, bit of a conflab before I went because the idea was that I'd try and not do anything while I was away. Of course, it was never going to happen. But um, we set up a bit of a system where if anything urgent came up, like, you know, the system was falling over or whatever, then she could phone or text me. Otherwise, she'd just leave a message sort of on Skype and I'd just check it throughout the day. Mm. Um, and it worked really well. So she'd create Trello cards for anything that she needed help with. Um, so I didn't need to see those. And then when I had a chance, I'd check on, on my phone whether there was a Skype message or whatever. And um, yeah, and that worked, worked brilliantly. So I ended up in the whole two weeks, the, the most I had to work was about an hour in a day, which is, you know, incredible for yeah, that's good. <laughs> much better than I expected. So yeah, it was good. Loads of relaxation. You booked your next holiday already? No, I'd like to. But um, <laughs> now that I know that it can work, I'm uh, I'm pretty keen on it. Yeah. How about you? How have you been? Yeah, good, thanks. Yeah, I've been doing lots of cycling um, up until the last week, I guess. Started to taper down a little bit now, but yeah. just looking forward to getting started with this bloody bike ride. It's two weeks on Saturday, so... Two weeks on Saturday, <clears> is it? Getting close. Still got a few bits of kit I need to buy, like a bag to put all my stuff in, which right. is quite crucial. Yeah. It's, um... <laughs> so do you have to carry that, or do they have people to carry that around for you? Oh, God, no. It's like, um, I don't know how heavy it can be. It's like 100, 120 litres. That graded the luggage size. Right, wow. So it's a big bag. Um, but no, it all gets loaded onto a lorry and taken to the next campsite. Yeah, that's and handy. you pick it up again when you get there. Yeah. Cool. I want to cycle with that on. No, absolutely, yeah. I um, Yeah, I saw on Strava, you've been doing some big distances recently. Yeah, I did um road from Butte down to Land's End with a friend who's a teacher, so he's obviously off for the summer, so he was keen to do some big bike rides. Um, and we made the mistake of going on Cycle Route 3 which you'd think being a national part of the National Cycle Network would be a good route to take, but it goes along the coast, down the south coast, and around all these windy lanes. And uh, right. It suggests on the, um, the Sustrans website that if you're fit, you can do it in two days. <laughs> and we're like, wow, we've got to do it in a day, and we're fit. To do it. <laughs> but it was taking so long because the lanes were so windy, you couldn't get up any speed and stuff like that, that we ended up having to probably about halfway down, maybe three-quarters of the way down, abandon it and get on a more main road. Right. Get down to Land's End. So we got down to La- we set off at seven in the morning. And we didn't get down to Land's End until eight o'clock at night, and that was with uh, wow. abandoning the slow route as well. So, um, God, that's incredible. So it was 120 hilly miles that day, which was good because that was the target for that month on the training plan. So I hit that, and then we cycled back the next day, which was the more direct route, which is what Ride Across Britain are going to be doing mm. in two weeks' time, and that ended up being 90 miles back to Bude, I think. So, so yeah, I did two long rides back to back, and then just done some shorter ones as well since then, like 50, yeah. 60 miles as well. Yeah. Cool. That's exciting times. Yeah, looking forward to starting it and getting it done and thinking about something else other than cycling. Yeah, I bet you are, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Takes over your life, that sort of thing, I can imagine. Uh, it does, yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah, people have been going, asking, are you going to, uh... well, there's two sides, but there's all the training, there's all... and there's the fundraising side of it as well. And the bit of added stress of trying setting a target and trying to hit that. Mm. But people have been asking, um, you know, you're going to carry on cycling after, yeah, after this finishes. And I think I spent so much money on kit and stuff like that. I can't <laughs> have to really. You've got to go. Yeah, you've got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Unless I want to start my own eBay store of cycling gear, <laughs> I'm going to vlog. <laughs> you got one of those Peloton bikes, didn't you? 
No, it's a tax trainer. Oh, so okay. it's like uh, you attach your bike to it. Ah, Cyclone right. Zwift. Yeah, that's been good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've done um, looking at Strava yesterday. I've cycled 2,600 miles so far this year. Bloody hell, that's a lot. And there's, uh, there's another 1,000 to add to that, at least with the, well, it would be 980 actually. Yeah. With the, uh, the event in two weeks. Well, that's an achievement, if nothing else, isn't it? It's incredible. It is, yeah. I've certainly lost weight. None of my clothes fit me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> you have to sell your cycling gear to buy a new wardrobe <laughs> I just can go back to eating more and being lazy and then <laughs> yeah. clothes will fit me again <laughs> I'd rather not go that way but... yeah yeah, that's the easy route <laughs> <laughs> oh cool oh that's good well whilst we were on holiday I managed to get a few runs in which was unheard yeah. of so so many <clears throat> times I've been on holiday and taken my running shoes with me and they've just sat in the suitcase the whole, the whole week or however long I've been away but this time um Sylvanas started running a bit as well so we both decided to take our running shoes and that was good because it got us kind of forced each other to get up you had to get up early in the morning because it was like 30 degrees during the day so we were up at like seven in the morning and went for uh well I'd planned out I looked on google maps and planned out a circular route near where we were we're in the north of the island and um I, I sort of estimated it was about 5k and it worked out to be about six and a half which was a bit further than Sylvanas had run before but uh we managed it so the first couple of times we didn't get the full distance we walked sort of the last kilometer or whatever but mm. by the end of it the last three runs we were running the whole distance so yeah it was good that was with hangovers as well was it not so much actually because um <laughs> one, one of the days i had a hangover Silvana didn't so much but i did um but the rest of it it was it was all right we'd take it easy the day before it's just relaxing you know because I, I had no intention of doing anything on the holiday i just wanted to sit on my ass and just chill out recharge the batteries and I managed to do that. We had this the villa for the whole because the whole family went, so we had a villa with eight of us. So it was great. You just get up in the morning, have your breakfast, sit by the pool. Um, as soon as midday's gone, crack open a beer. <laughs> so we were drinking, but it was kind of drawn out throughout the day. So you'd have a beer every now and again and stuff. So you didn't go mad at all. It was it was good. Yeah, it was really nice. Did you uh, manage to get any new customers on board and stuff while you were away? Did no. You? August's been um, a really quiet it- month, so. It usually is because the schools are off um, and all the other clubs really are running holiday clubs, which is pretty full on. So there's not a lot of activity regarding new customers around this time of year, which is great for going on holiday, actually, because it means that you don't have to worry about that sort of thing. I've had a few since I've been back this week. I've had a few demos to do and stuff like that. So it's picking up again. And I expect between now and September, and especially in September, it'll take on a a life of its own and start getting back into it I think full on and I need to really push on the marketing now as well to, for the, the end of the year to try and get as many on as can basically so that's yeah that's my now I've got a bit of free well I say a bit of free time now I've, Alana's doing a lot of the support work and I've got a bit more space I've still got a lot of features to do but I've got a, enough time to spend a bit of time on marketing now so I'm going to hopefully try and wrap that up a bit mm. I learned quite a bit actually from from holiday because, you know, once you've managed to, to chill out and release all the stress and all that, and, and I, was, I, I intended to sort of say, well, let's say the first week of the holiday will be relaxing and recharging the batteries. And the second week, I'll maybe start, you know, read a business book or two and start thinking about planning and scribble some notes and stuff like that. And I did none of it. It was the furthest mm. thing from my mind possible until I got back on, mon- on Monday morning. And, um, and then I sort of started to think about why, because I felt great. I felt really refreshed. I still do, actually. It's not, not worn me down yet. And um, I was trying to think, why is it? So I wrote some notes down. And I, I just think, I, I, I mean, I spoke to you about it before. I, I kind of feel the weight of the customer expectation. You know, if there's a support issue or there's a fe- more, more commonly a feature that 
isn't yet finished in the app that they want to use um, or the app can't do something that they want to do kind of weighs down on me I'm a bit of a people pleaser I think and so that sort of thing weighed down on me a lot and so that problem led me to switch tasks a lot so even if I was working on something I was supposed to be focused on if, if I knew that there was something a customer was waiting for it would be nagging at me and nagging at me so I couldn't really focus so I'd jump over to the task and get that done so that I could then come back so switching focus like that all the time is no good uh, obviously mm. as, as you know so one of the things that holiday kind of taught me is to be able to try and let go of that and so instead of sitting around the pool cracking up a kind of beer whilst I'm ignoring those things, I can get on with a focused task whilst ignoring those things, you know. So I think I'm going to try and keep that in mind from now on so that I don't get bogged down. I mean, I must have lost so much time by task switching like that all the time um, just to try and keep people happy when they could wait a few hours, you know. It's not going to be yeah. the end of the world, so that's something. Yeah, and, that, and the other thing I, that sort of occurred to me is I tend to pack my week out too much. So I'll have like, I want to get this done this week, but then again, these other things that are bearing down on me, I think, oh, I'll just add that in this week as well, and I'll just add that in, this. and that just generates more and more stress. And you're never going to achieve all those things. So, again, it's it's all obvious stuff, but I'm just going to try and focus on one or two things rather than piling new stuff on. And if I do get something like that, then just add it to a list somewhere and say, right, that's next week's, or you know, consider it for next week, that sort of thing. So, yeah, that was worth it as well. <clears throat> just need to try and keep it in mind and make sure I do it. That's the only thing. <laughs> <laughs> You need to get someone to keep you accountable. Well, I've got the mastermind group, and um, <clears throat> so I talk, talked about that with them. And so I think that's something that I'll I'll try and keep it for the you know keep on my sort of update every month. Oh, sorry, every couple of weeks. That's what this is what I've done. This is what's happened, and hopefully they'll they'll give me a kick up the arse if that's uh, if that's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> How's things going with sanity check? Yeah, it's been all right actually. I've, um getting some new customers on board and stuff i've changed the onboard like the sign up process quite dramatically all oh, right um for a number of reasons so i was listening to um rogue startups and they had the ceo from superhuman on i don't oh, you know yeah. about it. it's one of the it's the gmail app that everyone's crazy about at the moment yeah they got into a bit of trouble recently as well didn't they for i did yeah for the read yeah. receipts and stuff even yeah. though outlook's been doing it for years yeah. yeah but i guess you can turn it off in outlook and so on yeah it's just a bit of a fake uh fake anger about it all I think wasn't it and stuff yeah. but um and so their sign up process was you is uh very manual where you've got to join a waiting list and then get an invite and if you tweet about it someone might send you a referral code to jump up the waiting list and so on and so forth yeah um and it I just decided because there were people there's been lots of people signing up for sanity check that I never ever hear from um right even though you know there's automated kind of outbound emails and stuff like that and drip email course that goes out to them it says it's automated, but it says, you know, if you replied, it asks them a question. It says, if you replied to that, this will come straight to me and I'll get straight back to you. So, on. Um, but I started getting lots of sites from, or people from Russia signing up for some reason. Um, and there was no interaction from those guys. There was lots of, uh, someone's, uh, signed up and started adding porn sites in. Oh, right. Nice. <laughs> now they were, uh, nothing wrong with porn in general. Um, <laughs> especially if they're going to become customers. And I That's thought, absolutely. well, maybe. Maybe some SaaS products have something in their terms saying that they won't serve adult sites, and that's why this guy's come to me. Um, but he never became a customer either. He just the trial expired and so on, and yeah. so that didn't end up being a fruitful market, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there was that, and there was a couple of other things where I lent to me deciding to do the same thing that Superhuman are doing. So there's no self sign up thing anymore. So you've got a there's you can request access. Where you just put your first name in an email address. And then 
when it gets around to time, there's no big massive waiting list or anything. But when I get time, I'll send out a link to a survey that they have to fill out first, where they put like their business name, how many sites they look after, what their role is, what bits of sanity check they're most interested in. Mm. So that helps almost explain a bit of what sanity check is about as well, just yeah. to make sure they know the different features and so on. And then once they've done that, a day or two later, then I'll send out the link to sign up. Um, and there's two, this has helped with two things that I wanted to get done as well, or two issues. The first one is when people were signing up for trials just by themselves, I was only importing three months of Search Console data, mm. um, which is just a legacy thing. That's because that was always was available in Search Console going back three years ago. Mm. But obviously, 16 months worth of data is available now, and you can import all of that if you wanted to. But I didn't want to import it for a load of trials where people are just tire kickers and they're not going to, mm. there's no real chance of them becoming customers. So the thought of putting this barrier in place and making sure people are more serious of wanting to try the product out by filling out the survey and stuff. If they go through all those, jump through all those hoops, I'm more than happy now. I import the 16 months worth of data for them, which gives them a better experience of sanity check anyway, because mm. they've got more data to use on the yeah. dashboard and, and they can spot trends and things. So that's good. And also as well, it's still annoys me that competitors have signed up to sanity check yeah tried it out and then pretty much copied features and stuff like that mm. so having this request access survey thing puts a barrier in front for that to, as well right yeah because obviously if someone tries to sign up they can still get around it obviously um but if it was obvious that someone was a competitor i can have a conversation with them rather than just you know give them open access to the product yeah. straight away that's um, a good idea yeah i like the idea of that and it's been good i mean there's a bit of uh with the request access thing and uh, saying there's a waiting list and stuff, there's a bit of uh, not fake marketing, but you know, fake restriction of the product and stuff. Scarcity, yeah. that's what I was looking for. Scarcity, yeah. Um, to get people to want to try it out. I've, I've been running heat maps on the landing pages, so I'll find out soon whether the request access button is better than the free free trial button. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm pleased with how it's been working so far. I've had more interaction with people as they fill out the survey and. Um, I can, you know, respond to what they've put on the survey and stuff like that. And yeah, it's been good actually. Mm. So excellent. The, um, How long have you been running first, for? I think a couple of weeks. So the yeah. first batch of people um, who would have gone this, through this process. Well, a few customers already signed up, so that's good. So, um, but the first kind of trials will be expiring today, I guess. So I'll find out what the conversion mm. rate is like from it. How many? Um, yeah. What's the rate of people that don't respond to the survey? Have you got many that don't or don't have that number initially? I was concerned about it, but that was only after the first couple of days. Um, I did, I hazard a guess about sixty to eighty percent of people probably do do the survey. Oh, that's good. It's like a it's a real quick type form thing. It only takes like um, not even a minute to fill out, to be honest. Yeah. So uh, cool. That sounds good. I like that idea. So we shall see how it goes. I shall bear that in mind for future. Maybe I'll do that. <laughs> Nick, your ideas. That's fine. <laughs> Well, I started from someone else. So yeah. it. it was a mixture, actually, of Fleming and uh, the superhuman uh, processor doing it. Because so Fleming, when you register on his tool, it just pops up a survey there once you've registered. Right. Whereas I know superhuman have it um, kind of to filter users because, as it turns out, they've only got an Apple client at the moment for Gmail. So I ticked Outlook, so I didn't actually get to try out superhuman, which I was a bit annoyed oh, about because okay. I wanted to test their onboarding process more. <laughs> Yeah, I've heard they've got an amazing onboarding process, but I, I don't know what it's like. I haven't signed up for anything. Try it out. You've yeah. got a Mac, haven't you? Yeah, you can I try have. it out. I have, yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll give that a go. Cool. Product product research. Yeah. I can't give you a referral code because I'm not actually a customer yet, but I'm sure someone you will know on Twitter. Yeah, I'm sure I'll know somebody that can get me on. Yeah, I'll give it a go. That's I'll another thing. the list. Yeah, I, I've, I've sacked Twitter as well for the time being. 
Have you? You were never really a uh, I never really posted. User, no, I was a lurker. I used to just what just follow stuff and then occasionally retweet stuff. But um, yeah, I've just stopped altogether now. It's too tempting to pick up the phone and just have a quick look at what's going on, you know. So yeah, we'll see how long it lasts. I don't know. <laughs> cool. What are your plans for the next uh, next couple of months? Well, I've got a lot to do on the product. A few features I need to do. So one, I don't know whether you've been affected by the Stripe update for well the strong customer authentication that's coming in on 14th of September, I had to do some changes for that because um, when I integrated with Stripe ages ago, I used this library called OmniPay, which because I integrate with loads of different sort of payment providers, OmniPay gives you a sort of common interface. Well, yeah, pretty, pretty common interface to be able to integrate for all of them. Um, it, it turned out to not be that great in the end, but I'd used it, so I carried on using it. Anyway, they don't support the latest... APIs for Stripe, so I wasn't able to use it to do the to just switch it on, you know, to make it easy for me. So I had to migrate a few things. So I've I've done that recently, and I've got a few more financial, not financial, some more um, payment stuff to do, some upgrades because some of it's getting a bit clunky and out of date. So that's something that's on my list to do. Um, and then really, I've got marketing that I want to get onto. Um, it's not going to be full time on marketing, but I'm going to try and get at least a couple of hours a day on it. Well, at least an hour a day. Probably more focused that like one day, spend half a day, and then just check it throughout the rest of the week. Um, and then back to finishing off these admin features that have been going on for years, so that I don't have to do them anymore. That's the main thing. Got a bit more time now, so I'm feeling pretty positive about getting that done. Yeah, yeah. Have you um, you know, with Stripe, I, I I need to look into this as well. I've been putting it off and putting it off. Yeah, I'll probably look at it on the thirteenth of September or something like that <laughs> yeah. in a hurry. Yeah. With it, if people have got existing subscriptions set up, are they going to have to go back and re-authenticate in any kind of way? Good question. So I don't use the subscriptions up part of it at the moment, but I don't think so. I think once that ex- – because there's something you can do f- for saving cards. So basically once they've gone through the new authentication process, you can save their card, and that means they don't have to then re- re-authenticate. So I, right. assume, I assume that if you've already got customers that are unauthenticated, you know, they're already stored with a subscription, you won't need to redo that. I would, yeah, so I would Stripe, Stripe stores the card. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Okay. So I think that would be okay, but it's worth double-checking. They've sent loads of emails out, haven't they? I'm sure one of them will cover it. Um, I know, they're, start, they're all starred in Gmail. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The basic, things, the basic thing I had to do, well, the main thing I had to do was use Stripe Elements, which is where... You, you just use their JavaScript and it, and they put the form fields on your form. And what that does then is also you can try to process the payment. If it comes back with a response saying further action required, you just pass that into the pass the code into the um, Stripe Elements JavaScript, and it will automatically right. pop up the window to capture all the authentication stuff. So you don't really need to do that much. You just mm. need to integrate with the Stripe Elements and make sure you're calling the right APIs. Yeah, so we just, I use the JavaScript library stuff at the moment, so that's what builds the format and everything. So hopefully, I'm just assuming that I update the JavaScript that I use and yeah, they it, handle all that. I we'll think see. so, yeah. It sounds like you've probably used Stripe Elements already, which means that you should be all right. It should, should be I don't think it was called Elements two or three years ago. but Right. Uh, no, I think we'll Stripe see. Elements is, is more recent than that, so you probably just have to switch it over to use that. It's, it's pretty straightforward. I didn't have it, so yeah, it's good. Cool. Yeah, so... That's it, really. I mean, it seems like we've not been on for a while, but there's not not been that much going on. I've released a few big features. Um, So one of them was around financial. One of the things I had to do before I went on holiday was around getting financial information out of Kids Club HQ because they're making tax digital 
rules that came in after April, people were wanting to get more detailed information out of it. So I had quite a big job, actually. Lots of changes around calculating prices and stuff like that without actually breaking the existing bookings that were in the system. So that took a lot of my effort over the... In fact, that's been all of my development effort over the past few months. So yeah, that's what I've been doing. Hopefully I'll have more to talk about as we come, go forward. I was going to say, it's been time. some holidays, hasn't it? And, uh, yeah, not a lot happens. Things always go quiet. Not a lot happens, yeah. One, one of the books I read on holiday, actually, jumping around a bit, is, um, I don't know if you've read it, Born to Run by Christopher McDougall. No, I think I've got it on my uh, wish list. Tonight. It's really good, actually. I, I was recommended it um, by Robin, actually, uh, Robin Carello. He, um, just because I was looking for things to read on holiday. and I, It's a really good book. It's kind of the main premise of it is that humans were humans have evolved to be long distance runners basically so um that's part of the reason why people sort of voluntarily run half marathons and marathons and ultra ultra races not um yeah all that ultra marathons all that sort of stuff is because it's kind of built into us and it's a really interesting read um the main thing i took out of it was about sort of the running form you know um we all buy these expensive running shoes now and it turns out they were invented by nike yeah. Um, the running shoe and they really just made it up there wasn't any real sort of scientific evidence behind it just some bloke said well we can if we do this it'll reduce injuries so all the sort of pronation correction and the the uh, cushioned heels and all that stuff part of the book was talking about how what's actually happened since the running shoe came out is that the rate of injuries has increased rather than decreased mm. so before then everyone used to work use like um, you know flat trainers so there's no drop from heel to toe. And it turns out that that kind of shoe, these days they're called minimalist shoes or barefoot running shoes. They, um, it turns out that that, that sort of helps you have a better running form. So you sort of, they call it forefoot or midfoot strike rather than heel strike. So you're landing on the front of your foot. And that's because of the way we're built, that apparently um, spreads the load over your foot and uses your arch to, to take the load. So you're basically taking the load in your muscles rather than through your bones, where heel striking, it's more jarring and goes through your bones, which is why we have these massive cushioned heels on, on running shoes to try mm. and make that easier. But it still puts more force through your legs. So I, I found it amazing because I've got this sort of left knee problem, which has always been there. And it's just an ache. It doesn't really bother me too much. But it made me wonder whether it's to do with the running form, you know. So, maybe. so of course, I've gone out and bought some minimalist running shoes now. I was just about to ask that. that was my <laughs> <Yeah>. next custom. <laughs> bought some already. I'm a sucker, yeah. Well, it's my birthday coming up, so Sylvana's bought them for me. I just got a... I was going to get some... Have you seen those Vibram five fingers? Yeah, yeah. you have got separated toes. I was looking at those, yeah. thinking about buying a pair of those, but I thought, no, no, just hold on. This probably isn't going to do you any good at all. So just i just gone for some sort of high-rated but cheaper, um, but not barefoot running shoes, just sort of minimalist shoes from, from Amazon. So you come with a Vibram five finger ones, whatever five toe ones. You look like a Wally wearing them, don't you? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you, you can't get, a get lot away of, from that. No, you get a lot of uh, funny looks. But I read, so I read a lot of reviews and that, and um, some people were complaining that they find them a bit uncomfortable with stuff stuck between your toes. And I, I thought about it. I thought, you know, I'm never going to be a barefoot runner. You know, I just want mm. a, something that's flat. You know, and so I just went for went for a cheap pair for now. And we'll, I've not got them yet, but. I'll see how they go, and if they work out, then fine. I might buy a better pair in the future. But yeah, it's a good book, though. I'd recommend it definitely. Yeah, check it out. It's really good. All right, better get on. Yeah, lots of work to do. Have you got any plans come for changes or anything coming up, or are you uh, just focusing Marketing on cycling stuff? I'm going to focus on. Well, yeah, I've got that. So that's two weeks off almost. Yeah, yeah it will be. 
Oh, no, it's only a Saturday to Sunday or Saturday, so it's nine days. But anyway, yeah, marketing stuff for the time being. Yeah, yeah. I think I uh, just need to nail that. I'm trying, making a concerted effort to, I've opened up the calendar again. Remember, I used to have Calendly. Oh, yeah. People could book demos and stuff, so I have opened that up again. Um, but also to try and book calls with existing customers, right. talk to them about how they're using the product, what it could be done better for, and what it could do better for them and things like that. Yeah. So just going through an exercise of doing that before figuring out what next to build and so while figuring that out, just yeah, working on marketing stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Documentation, landing pages, blah blah blah. Cool. <laughs> we might have to pick each other's brains then coming up. Hopefully I'll be onto that a bit more as well soon. Yeah. So. yeah. Excellent. All right. All right. Catch up with you in a week or two. Yeah, yeah. Have a good one. I'll speak to you soon. You too. Cheers. See you later. Bye.